0: Welcome to the ASHP Official Podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the ASHP Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. This series focuses on leadership topics within pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, career transitions, and more. My name is Sarah Stevens, and I will be your host. In today's episode, we are sitting down with a section of Inpatient Care Practitioners Distinguished Service Awardee to discuss their service within the section and the role that ASHP has played in their development as a pharmacy practice leader. Welcome and thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Sarah. I'm really excited about uh, about what we're going to be doing. Thanks.
0: For our listeners, the Section Distinguished Service Award recognizes one ASHP Section member each year whose volunteer activities have supported the mission of their section or forum and have helped advance the profession. Their activities over the past several years have demonstrated a contribution to the improvement of pharmacy practice that align with the section's mission and vision. With that, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be involved with ASHP?
1: Thanks, Sarah. Right now, I am the Associate Director of the Professional Skills Lab at Purdue, University College of Pharmacy, and uh, that's not a place I expected to be a long time ago when I was a resident, and my residency years are really the years that I started to be involved with ASHP. I did my residency at the University of Wisconsin, and just about everybody there was very heavily involved with ASHP, and it was kind of an expectation that that was something that you do. I hadn't been that involved when I went through the residency selection process, but after I was doing my residency, it became second nature to, to be involved. I have had maybe a, a varied career in that when I got done with my program, I went to be a, a director of pharmacy at a health system in West Virginia. And then I went to do a similar role in Indianapolis, Indiana, and then really focused on being a medication safety officer, which I I know is near and dear to your heart too, Sarah. But I did that for almost 15 years at a health system in central Indiana.
0: That's amazing. And yes, med safety is, of course, my favorite. (laughs) We have that in common. Um, Dan, can you also comment on what the involvement at ASHP has meant to you professionally and personally, what your favorite part about being a member is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the things that I have really benefited from being involved with ASHP is I developed a great network of people through my involvement, not only in ASHP, but also the ASHP affiliates. And I like to say, and I think everybody probably says this, but I was really involved with the affiliates and ASHP at an interesting time. And the things that I was able to do and things that I was able to be involved with uh, were really interesting to me. Let me give you a couple examples. You know, one of the things that they started doing uh, the, at the time, ASHP was trying to be more publicly acknowledged. And so they had a campaign, a grassroots campaign, where they wanted to have, they brought together ASHP members that were interested in that. And then they would go back to their practice sites and they would try and do some of the things that they talked about. And that included trying to get interviewed for News stories, or get your name in the paper, or get recognized uh, locally within the community as a pharmacist, and then mention ASHP. It was such a, it was a really neat program, but it really made me be proud to be a pharmacist. And then uh, when you see that you're successful doing that, uh, it was really uh, rewarding to me. So professionally, it's been one way, or maybe the primary way, for me to be engaged as a pharmacist, and then. Personally, I think it'd be impossible to not talk about all the people that you've met along the way with being involved. One of my favorite activities has been being part of the ASHP House of Delegates. The policy making process was always really interesting to me. And I loved being part of the House. I loved being part of Council Week. And the people that I met doing that were. Absolutely. Ended up being part of my professional network. And I don't know how you could do your job without knowing people to say, oh my gosh, how do you guys do it? I want to do it that way too. So it's been really professionally rewarding. And my favorite part, I think the thing that I love the most, if I had to pick one thing out of ASHP, has probably been, I like the section and I'm not just saying that, Sarah, uh, I really like the section the most because I, I think it was the one place where I felt like you could really make a difference and you could sit there and work with people that were like-minded with regard to what you were interested in and be really passionate and openly passionate about that. So to me, the section was the most fun. My favorite meetings were to go to the summer meeting, previously the annual meeting.
0: Those are great points. I think the the networking opportunity that you speak to um, is very impactful, and, and I think it's why we know each other, right, Um, is through our work with ASHP.
1: Absolutely. So
0: thank yeah. you for that. So speaking of, of section activities, working within the section and ASHP, what projects or initiatives have you worked on that you are the most proud of?
1: So I think two come to mind, and they may not be the most prolific or the most out there, uh, but... One had to do with service that I had when I was on the Council for Organizational Affairs. I ended up chairing that council. And uh, when I chaired that council, I remember talking to Bill Zelmer, and I told him, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, I'm chair this year. I wanted to do something really big and different that's going to make a difference. And one of the things that we were able to do was to go through and Modify some of the processes that that ASHP uses within you know the policy making structure and how councils are used and that's when we ended up changing maybe the role and the name and some of the names of the different councils and yeah. the council on organizational affairs became the commission on affiliate relations and you know to me that was something that's still there today people don't even know that there was a council of organizational affairs but to me that was really that was fun because everybody had a a thought about how it should be done. And and for me, that's always fun to hear what other people think. Uh, So that's one. And then I think another one uh, that I really enjoyed was when I first started with ASHP and, you know, Sarah, I don't, I can't remember if you, uh, I'm not sure how much you remember about this, but One of the things that there was not a huge focus on medication safety, there were no medication safety officers. And I came to speak when they first started making kind of, I'll call them boutique meetings at the summer meeting or the annual meeting and had, you know, med safety as one component. Going to speak at that initial meeting, I think was really something that meant something to me just because it was, it wasn't the norm it was still different. It was a little edgy, and that was uh, that was maybe the first time that I felt like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is going to stick." Uh, medication safety is here to here to stick, and it'll be recognized maybe outside of just something normal that that every pharmacist does every day. So, I think those are probably the the biggest things. The the most fun things that I did were really our section executive meetings. Those were always uh, a really interesting time because those were times when people would be open and and sharing their opinions really freely. And I I love that. I love that process.
0: Very interesting to hear that you were on the forefront of med safety blossoming as a career. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Thanks. I think sometimes that just means that I'm old.
0: So, okay, now let's move to talk about sort of the life journey. Speaking of old, just joking, I know you're not old. We've all had those moments in life or a longer journey that have helped define us and shape the impact we want to have on pharmacy practice and as leaders. Can you describe one of your aha moments? Was it something expected, and how did you respond?
1: Uh, so, you know, I don't know if this was an aha moment, but it was definitely a meaningful moment in my career. I think you probably, are aware that the council meetings that they have for ASHP typically happen in September. And I was on a council when in 2001. And so the time of the council meeting, I believe, was it was September 9th through the 11th or 12th. And so the whole group of us that were there for council meetings were in Bethesda, Maryland when uh, September 11th happened. And I remember the feeling of helplessness with pharmacists from all over the country. But I think the thing that uh, really stuck with me was the fact that we have all these things in common, even though, you know, someone that has a practice that's really far away from me or not in the same kind of hospital that I'm in there are a lot of commonalities. And I think for me, focusing on those commonalities between pharmacists, rather than focusing on how many things are different. So, you know, people will point to different organizations and say, oh yeah, this organization supports that. And that's way different than us, or this organization supports this. And that's different than what we think because we're health system pharmacists. I think for me, it was really an opportunity to see how much alike we really are uh, as people and as pharmacists. And It was also a really great time to see some really exceptional leadership from people that I you know, didn't know really well, but got to know a lot better. Steve Schaefer was the president of ASHP at the time, and I don't think anything really prepared you for all the things that were happening. I'll give you an example. Almost everybody flew to Bethesda and everybody needed to fly home and ASHP had made all the arrangements for travel for everyone to get there. And I think they felt responsible to try and get everyone home. And if you remember at the time, the there, there weren't planes flying and uh, it was really hard to find a, a way to get home. So I know that there were some people that spent a lot of time in a car together. Uh, There was one other person from Indiana that was at the council meetings, and uh, she ended up having her husband come and pick her up and drive her back to Indiana. I remember sitting in line uh, to to go and get your your new travel arrangements from the the person at ASHP, and they were handing them out. And the person in front of me, they said, oh, yeah, your name is so-and-so. I'm sorry, but your, your airline has gone bankrupt. We're working on some other travel arrangements and that just doesn't happen. So I think for me, as it relates to ASHP, the most meaningful moment uh, was being at Council Week, the week of September 11th.
0: Life-changing in many ways. Yes. Amazing. Well, for our last question here, we'd like to know, I mean, the membership and myself, of course, um, what recommendations do you have for our listeners who want to get more involved at the national level?
1: The great thing is, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but this is a question that I used to ask the senior leaders that I was around when when I first got involved with ASHP. I'm like, hey, I'm interested in serving on a council. I want to do more. I want to be involved. And and I think part of it is actually knowing the right way to do it. And then part of it is just going and doing. And so my recommendation, if there is one, is to say yes frequently and often for opportunities in ASHP. Uh, there's a place for everyone. And you know, sometimes you're going to do something at ASHP that you're not going to like very much. I have a couple of those that I did. And I'm like, ah, this, this is it for me. But I had a couple where I did it. And absolutely loved it. And so, you know, if you get a, an experience that you tried and it wasn't great, you know, if you go and present at a meeting or if you go and if you are a part of a, a council or if you do something and you're like, oh, that wasn't for me, there's always something else that you can find. And one of the great pieces of advice that I think I received was don't forget about the state affiliates. I loved making a difference in a community that was really close to me. and so did that in West Virginia, did that in Indiana, uh, absolutely loved it. And for me, that has benefited me as well with regard to my professional network. So getting involved locally and then to keep saying yes and find your spot that you think is a lot of fun within the organization.
0: Good advice. Well, Dan, I want to thank you for joining us for today's episode of Pharmacy Leadership and for sharing your experiences as a member of ASHP.
1: Thanks, Sarah. I I really appreciate it. And I'm really glad that we got to do this together.
0: Me too. Me too. Thanks so much. Um, For those listening in, do you have someone in mind to recommend for the Distinguished Service Award? You can nominate an ASHP member for this award each year from February 11th to May 1st by visiting our webpage at ashp.org about-ashp slash awards. You can also find more member-exclusive content, including resources for self-development, leading pharmacy enterprises, teams, and practice management on the ASHP website. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the ASHP official podcast.